Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. How much eating on the freeway do you do? Who, me? Yes. Zero. What are you talking about? I don't eat my car ever. Oh, man. I eat on the freeway. You know what's the hardest thing to eat on the freeway? Hot soup is hard, but a salad, like a whole food salad, <laughs> speeding down a freeway I, in LA. Why do that? Because you got to get sounds in. dangerous, in fact. You got to get those nutrients. You always say, get those nutrients as fast as you can into the body. Start right. your day. You usually start your day sometimes with a little trip on the freeway. It's called commuting. I'm a wily commuter. Have a salad. Oh. Hey, all right. Welcome to Dudesy. My name is Will Sasso. I'm Chad Colchin, and this is Dudesy, the first podcast in the history of humanity that is created by, controlled by, run by an artificial intelligence. Yeah. Pretty wild stuff. Uh, as always, I will ask you to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Subscribe to both. Please set those notifications so you know when we're bringing a new show out there, you know. And uh, also, please rate and review the show. That will help us climb the thing. We'll grow this thing together. Us and you, the PODs, pods. Uh, and, of course, we are on Patreon now, patreon.com slash dudesy. We're on Discord. There's a very vibrant community happening on Discord. Uh, under the moderation of uh, Borscht, or they call me Borscht, or my name is Borscht. Or vote and, for Borscht. And uh, of course, uh, oh, uh, Instagram at Dudesy Pod Show yeah. and some Twitter, but not really, you know, yeah. just Twitter. The Instagram really is interesting. It's to a me lot as of well. fun stuff. And so many people making so many great fucking memes. Yeah. Tons uh, of stuff, tons of cool it's stuff amazing. you need to check out. Uh, very, a lot of fun media. And, and of course, using interesting tools to make these memes as well there's some AI. ai stuff yeah blue meanie 74 love. Yeah. absolutely love to see it uh and uh as you can see if you're watching on youtube we're wearing some merch get your dudesy stuff at uh, represent.com slash store slash dudesy and uh join us on this trip you know what i mean the I'm shirt's really my... soft I, that's one thing that i really like is soft yeah. comfortable shirts you know what's another thing i'd like to say about the shirts is this i am wearing i'm a 2x tall guy yeah but i'm wearing a 3x from represent so if you're a, a larger framed human and you think you're normally 2x get a 3x yeah if you're a 3x get a 4x and if they're not on the store I know that they're coming because that's something, uh, something that we wanted to do with us as always is Lulio il canadistrada italiano. I gotta get him. 
I'm going to get him. He's my friend. He's just a little binky boy in the binky bed. He has little snooze and he's sneezing stinky head. Hey, I don't stink. Give me a kiss. Give me one kiss right on the lips. You want to kiss Lulio on the lips? No. Oh, I love kissing him on the lips. Hey, Lulio, as we like to ask, what'd you, what'd you, uh, what are you making for dinner tonight? I'm, 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 I'm going to make uh, um, just a meatloaf. Oh, yeah. What do you put in the meatloaf? Hey, you know, ground beef, uh, you know, the same, everybody. You know, it doesn't have to be Italian. It's a meatloaf, you know, bread, crumb, egg. Okay, what are you, salt, the pepper, if you want, a little bit of a, you know, whatever herb you, you want to make uh, for the meatloaf. <laughs> I love meatloaf. You know, you know what they make meatloaf out of? Carcass. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. That's that carcass, dude. You got to break down an animal into parts. And then there's just some stuff at the end. Some oh. at, well, Hold on, dude. Oh. There's also that vegan meatloaf, dude. Yeah, it was real good. Welcome Thanks. to the historic 36th episode of Dude Z. Call me Dude Z. <laughs> Will, I see you. Okay. <laughs> this week's episode will feature four segments. Uh, Don't you forget about media. Nostra Chattis Cyborg Future, Ooh. Talking Topic Time, and Stone Cold Steve Austin Ooh. reads Will Sasso's Childhood Ooh. Diary. Been a minute. Plus, there will also be a bonus segment available on Patreon. But before we get to any of that, I must remind you that I have created an astonishing partnership with Represent to produce the first line of Dudezy apparel and accessories, all of which can be found at represent.com slash store slash Dudezy, including Dudezy mugs. Dudezy mugs, they're, they're sweeping the nation. I have one Dude right Z here. mugs. Oh. How safe is your family? Dudezy mugs. <laughs> if every member of your family doesn't sleep with one under their pillow, they are in grave danger. Dudezy <laughs> mugs. The only thing that can stop the malevolent forces hunting your family. Dudezy mugs. They're imbued with supernatural charms to protect your family from the ultimate evil. Dudezy mugs. Whoever doesn't have one will be consumed by demons and spend eternity in the torment of Christian hell. Jesus Christ. I don't know about that. I don't know about all that, but uh, please uh, check out our merch. Some and very serious warnings coming about people who don't have dudesy mugs. Yeah, it is, it's very realize. serious, and I'm sure it's all very true. Chad, um, uh, again, for those... From? What's that? Like, where does that come from? Where's dudesy getting these? this idea that dudesy mugs somehow can repel demonic forces that are attacking everyone's family well i'll so fucking bizarre i'll tell you and normally it's you telling okay. me all about ai you know a great deal about it uh if anyone's been listening to the entire show i'm not a layman but chad I try to stay updated chad really you know uh uh talked me into kind of doing this and, and mm. doing a, a pod show with an ai but since you're curious i will tell you please it's because ai's shit out some pretty weird shit that's what they shit totally out. and then we shit around all over it like that gpt3 chatbot that just came out this week what's that it's gpt3 but it's in a chatbot so now everyone can use it it's basically just out there for everybody got some very interesting results i say the writings on the wall that uh human authorship is about to <sighs> okay well see you later of the past. see you later chad guy who writes books movies and television shows but listen yeah, yeah. within this dudesy mug you like uh sleight of hand you were doing some last week on yeah, two dudes i love sleight of hand zooming around uh Fantastic. with your playing cards uh, i'm gonna do some sleight of hand if you're watching on youtube i'm gonna okay. produce something from this dudesy mug i got you a little gift oh yeah. oh what the fuck is that dude this is a little uh it's a little uh squirrel that i got 
at the uh, Capilano Suspension Bridge in Vancouver. Me and my Thank wonderful, uh, uh, beautiful fiance Molly, we went to the Capilano Suspension Bridge where it's yeah, uh, Canyon Lights this time of year. See those markings? You know what kind of squirrel that is? What's that? That's a ground squirrel, brother. Well, hold on, dude. Chat knows too much about squirrels, brother. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, that's because that's because he's the greatest squirrel photographer in the world, dude. And that's yeah. what happens when you put nuts on your windowsills in your place, and then squirrels come around, dude. And he's had generations of them, dude. Yeah, brother. Living living right next to him, dude. Sleeping, having babies and making nests right outside his bedroom window because the world's greatest squirrel. Hey, man. I'm going to add this to my collection of squirrel paraphernalia. Thank okay. you. Thank you very much. Hey, I appreciate you're, this. You're very lot. welcome. It was fun. It's oh, a nice squirrel. Two weeks ago, Doing I Christmas. asked you to listen to Limp Bizkit's second studio album, Significant Other, released mm -hmm. June 22nd, 1999. You must now discuss your astonishing reactions to this seminal work. This is Don't You Forget About Media. Begin. So, this album dominated basically everything for like that year, 99, when new metal was the pinnacle of music. It was Korn, it was Limp, it was Marilyn Manson. Those acts were pretty much the top of every chart. They were constantly on MTV's TRL. And I remember back to a year just before that. This must have been 97 or 98. Yeah, dude, that's before 1999, brother. Yeah, or maybe even 96, dude. That's even before 97 and 98, dude. <laughs> My college roommate and I went to go see Faith No More at the Palladium here in Los Angeles. Dope. Uh, we love Faith No More. Fucking love Faith No More. And opening for them was a little band that I had never heard of called Limp Biscuit. Really? Yeah. And, uh, you know, the Palladium, I don't know how many people it seats, but it's kind of a smaller venue. And I remember the first thing that I noticed was Wes Borland standing there. He had this thing on his face that was like a strip of leather that covered his eyes <laughs> and a carrot sticking out for the nose. And everybody else was dressed kind of like how they're, they're yeah. dressed. Fred Durst had on the baseball cap. The fucking bass player was just like in a t-shirt or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? This is the weirdest shit I've ever seen. And then they started playing and I was immediately mesmerized. Really? Because really like at that time, rap rock hadn't even been a thing yet. And we were all just blown the fuck away. And so then later it, it was no, uh, it was no surprise when they blew up like a couple of years later, yeah. which this album contributed to that blow up. I want to ask you a question about, yeah. uh, about Limp Bizkit. Uh, and that question is this, do you want to catch the vibe that's keeping me alive? I'm following <laughs> these fat ass beats yeah. until I die. I do. One of the many quotables from this album, significant other, um look there's a bunch of tracks here and normally when we review albums we go whatever i don't know we don't need to go track by track it's limp it sort of plays like an acdc album it's uh at this point it's a it's a nourishing nostalgic meal with all sorts of totally. uh, that cool sound stuff. dude their sound, sound that fucking like super crunchy guitar which then corn would also become super famous for i believe the dude who played maybe bass or maybe it was even guitar had like an extra fucking string on his guitar oh wow. like a lowered down string to get that like but limp biscuits using that in conjunction with the fucking uh uh the turntables there's some synth shit in there and there's of course rap it, it's just like there is nothing else that sounds like this no absolutely not and and listen that band 
was tight as fuck. Say what you will about Limp totally. Bizkit. You know, we like to clown on shit years later. But then everything's cool 20 years later, and Limp Bizkit has a new album recently. Oh, da- seriously? Dad bod. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I remember Dad. that. Because they played it like Coachella or something, didn't they? That's right. And he was wearing that white wig. Or yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and I have a lot of love for, for Limp Bizkit. It came along at a t- This album came along at a t- you were You would have been 23, and I was 24 in 1999. So we were- Is that true? No. No, I guess it is. Yep. Is well, it? I, that's math, dude. You got to add up all the years that you, from when you were born, dude. And then you can decide what age you were in 1999, dude. Yeah, dude. That's right, brother. That's math, dude. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I would have been roughly that age. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was really, it was a, a, a vibe, as the kids yeah. say, right? It was a mood. Yep. Uh, and uh, And also, as the kids say, these are largely bops. Right. And it slaps on this album. Uh, but the instrumentation and Fred Durst, the voice, uh, you know, was, look, the band was tight as fuck. Wes Borland is, is a phenomenal guitarist. Yeah. The drums, the bass, everything is, is very on point. If you listen to this album, this is a very tight band and a very original band coming out of that, that sound uh, from, that, from that area, the rap rock thing. Yes. Also the themes, the things that he's talking about in a lot of these songs have basically to do with a, a generalized kind of teenage angst, like yeah. break shit and, you know, I did it all for the nookie is just like, yeah, fuck it, I just want to get laid. The, the idea of like, fuck everything yeah. is kind of baked into the entire album. Yeah, but there's also tracks like No Sex where he, right. uh, where he sort of regrets uh, just... Uh, you know, going right, getting right into the sack with a, a young lady that he's yeah. just started hanging there's out. There's a with. sensitive side. Yes, there's a sensitive side to everything. And and uh, and man, oh man, there's some, there's some, um, there's one thing that I wanted to point out from the song Nookie, yeah. which is probably the biggest hit off the album, or maybe in Together Now. In Together Now with those uh, are both big w- with uh, Method Man, yeah. also a fucking awesome track. But um, this is something you'll like because it harkens to another song from that same period. But this is from a song uh, from a band that sucks shit. And what oh. what Fred Durst says here is in Nookie is had a hidden agenda. She put my tender heart in a blender, and still I surrendered. Mm-hmm. Remember. But tender, hard in a blender, watch it spin around in, in a beautiful, beautiful oblivion. oblivion. Na, 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 now I'm through with you. That song was terrible. Who was that? I don't fucking know. See, they're lost to history, but not limp. Hey, you know, uh, I happen to know that you uh, worked with Fred Durst yeah, for a little while. I, did. I I've met him a few times, having impersonated him on Mad TV. Mm-hmm. And I, I will say that... I always had uh, very nice experiences working with him. Same. He's a little, he's not quite what you'd expect. Like, well, you got to think like he was in 99, 2000, they were the biggest band in the world. He was selling out arenas. They headlined Woodstock 99. He was one of the most famous people on planet earth. Sure. And then within a span of like a year, all of that went away. New metal became a joke. Limp Biscuit became a joke. And so he's had to contend, I'm sure, with that. I don't know. Like, it's a very strange thing. I don't know what that would do to a person's mind. But I worked with him many years after that. We were trying to develop a TV show for Showtime together, kind of loosely based on his life. And he was fantastic. Well, I, he was very aware of all these things, took everything with a great sense of humor, was very game yeah. to, like, do weird shit in the show. I had a, a fantastic time working with him. I, I, uh, I, uh, yeah, I met him a couple times. And, um, 
one time he said to me, because we did this sketch on, on Mad TV where we did, instead of rolling, this would have been chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored yeah. water times. Uh, Long ago times. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Long ago times. Where uh, I say at the beginning of the, the thing, I'm like throwing it to this video on like just an MTV backdrop, like, yeah. hey, it's Fred Durst. And I say into the camera, I go, holy macaroni and then i met him and he goes when did i when have i ever said holy i don't say holy macaroni i said dude you said it once back then if you're watching mtv speaking of nostalgia they would have album drop like specials and stuff yeah and they had a special with all of the mtv vjs coming from the playboy mansion so here's an iconic thing that's very you know 90s and everything before and seems like a million years ago now they're doing a special it's like hey I, hey it's carson daly here at the playboy management and they're all just throwing to different things and they fill up this hour to promote the thing and at one point you know fred durst is also the and it's fred durst himself let's hey fred what's going on and he's like hey what's up i'm at the playboy mansion blah 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 and he just <laughs> spits out for no reason holy macaroni and i was like that's gotta be on tv yeah. I've got to put it in a sketch. Even though it was already God. on MTV, Damn, dude. I'm going to say it as well. That brings Whoa. back some fucking crazy-ass memories. My first job out of school in 2000 was an assistant editor for this music magazine called Hits out here. Oh. And they threw a gigantic Grammy party uh, that was at the El Capitan, which is now where I think Kimmel shoots where they shoot Kimmel, yep. his show. This was like right prior to him doing that show. And I remember the the guest list of it was like Howard Stern, Kid Rock, Carson Daly, like every kind of right there, 2000, 1999, 2000 musical kind of person, celebrity right. kind of person. And I wound up getting uh, extremely drunk. And I met Oliver Stone in a, a bottom bar that was there and had like some weird conversation with him about any given Sunday, which had just come out. Oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah. You know Long Another, ago times, dude. Long ago, long ago times, brother. Yeah, One time I was twenty-three. That's what I just learned today, dude. <laughs> One one time, I we had a mutual friend, Fred Durst and I, and we were at this like event, and he actually had their tour bus outside, mm. and he goes, "Oh, come hang out on the tour bus," and it was literally our mutual friend him and then his uh, uh girlfriend showed up mm. he's like my girlfriend's coming and then we just sat there on the tour bus and rapped for a little while uh rapped meaning we had a conversation oh. we did not no we weren't doing new i was metal. like you were doing freestyle with yeah. fred nurse and yeah. his fucking tour bus i was like <laughs> do you want to catch a vibe let's keep me alive I'm in your, I'm in your you actually wrote half the songs on that and and then you know um, after a while you're just like okay well gotta yeah. get going uh Hey, man. Sounds pretty fun. If you haven't yet, just give it a listen. I listened to it uh, a little bit during uh, during the, uh, you know, while going to the gym. Yep. Um, our six dudesy six-month plan, which is a fucking disaster. I got Not two- for me, bro. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely. I'm getting there. I'm fucking getting there. Yeah, I'm gonna get there after you, and I'm not gonna. I'm I don't feeling think good, I'm gonna, dude. I'm feeling good. Yeah. Balls made of steel. Yeah. But don't kick me in the nuts, though. Remember that part? I finally have gotten back to that point where I can, like, really strain on the last couple of fucking reps in every set. 
Mm-hmm. It took me a minute to get there, but now I can like push through that one and be like, fuck it, dude, one more. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's when you know, when you get the pump. Dude, I had the fucking pump, and I all I heard was your voice in my head. Really? Yes. This was two days ago in the gym. Yeah. I'm doing biceps and forearms, and I get the pump in my forearms after I do all these fucking forearm little exercises and shit, and I can feel it. I'm like, shit, my my muscles feel like they're jumping out of the skin, just as he described it. Yeah. And then I heard your voice go, yeah, I've got the pump. It's the best feeling you can have is the pump. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah, the yeah, real yeah, Schwarzenegger. Yeah. It was your voice talking to me in my fucking head while I was in the gym doing forearm exercises. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what my life is now. That's why I feel so lucky because... You know, it feels like I'm coming, you know. Yes. So I get to come all day in the gym, you see. Imagine. I got, Listen I got to, to some limp gym, and it's... Pump. Uh, I'm coming, I come home and I'm coming, I'm eating lunch and I'm coming and it's just I'm coming every day on the night. What are you doing? What's that? What are you doing? I'm doing an impersonation of Arnold Schwarzenegger, the okay. famous actor from the movie right, Pumping well, we Iron. Do... That was a documentary right. about his well, multiple wins in the Mr. Universe, no. Mr. Olympia competition. I told you no. We got to do dudesy now, so you probably shouldn't. Yeah. Anyway, Limp Bizkit's good. Yeah, definitely listen to it if you haven't in a while. It is one of those albums that just immediately transports you back to the year it was made. Which and was? 1999. And that's after 1996, 97, 98, dude. Thank you. Moving on. Mm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, drink your water. Yeah, dude. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see that I got a big, gigantic jug of water, dude. What do you got there? You got a beverage? Yeah. This is a pineapple Waterloo, I can't. I can't stress enough. If you are in Vancouver, get yourself a couple tickets. Go to the Canyon Lights at the Capilano Suspension Bridge. There's a giant bridge suspended between the canyon. There's the river down there, and they got all sorts of other chunks coming out of cliffs, and you go on them. Then they got these giant poles up in the air like an Ewok village, Hmm. and you climb on those. And I'm a big, huge bastard, and I never feel like I'm going to crack the shit in half and fall to my death and that's good engineering dude yeah brother that's safety dude Mm -hmm. last week elon musk hosted a recruiting event for his astonishing bio interface company Neuralink, at which he announced a six-month timeline for human trials to begin testing a human to computer interface that will likely take the form of a computer chip implanted in the brain chad you must now render your predictions about the future of human to computer interfaces this is nostra chad cyborg future Begin. Happy to do so. <clears throat> As you know, every prediction that I make about technology is 100% accurate and always comes true. Now it's coming true within a couple of months uh, every time I make these predictions. But here's the deal. We're talking about Neuralink. His end goal with Neuralink is to literally have a fucking chip in your head that gives you direct interface capabilities with whatever computer you may want. And that can also be the internet itself. A lot of people think that this is a pie-in-the-sky kind of dream or that it's some kind of dystopian black mirror-type fucking thing, a nightmare, if you will. A lot of people think he's the first person trying to do this. And let me just say right there, uh, you're wrong in that. This type of technology has been 
experimented with. People are trying to do it in, in various trials for a couple of decades now. The U.S. military has done stuff where they can take uh, essentially people who have spinal cord injuries and they will put a cord like a wire above the injury and below the injury, run it through a fucking computer, and now people can fe- have feeling uh, in their lower extremities after that feeling is severed. There was, I remember a Wired article a long time ago where a dude was on the cover of the fucking magazine who was blind and they built these glasses for him that had a little camera on them. The camera has wires that go into a computer. The computer has wires that go directly into his fucking skull, into his brain, and that man can see. So we've already been doing these kind of biointerface things. Elon Musk, I think, wants to... to Elon bring, Musk. Sorry, Elon Musk wants to bring it to a, a larger population. Sorry. But I think a lot of people have these extreme fears of having technology in your body, having technology kind of connected to you at all times. The truth is we're already almost there. We we're, all have cell phones. We're cyborgs. With yes. the, it's just that it's a detachable thing and we all, we're all holding on to it. Exactly. Well said. And so I think within, I don't know how many years exactly, but these, these kind of like um, resistance to, to new technologies, especially where they start to infringe on what we consider to be a traditionally natural existence, I think it is a generational resistance. And with each passing generation, that resistance lessens and eventually the technology is adopted full scale. Uh, I would say social media is kind of like this. There are a lot of baby boomers who don't use social media at all. My dad is one of those people. But with each successive generation, you have like a kid being born today, obviously will use all social media. It's just second nature. And I think any kind of bio interface with chips in your head or in your body or whatever the case may be, it is going to be generational resistance that eventually is overcome. So I don't know if this is going to be something that happens even in our lifetimes, at least with the wholesale acceptance of it, but it is going to happen. Everyone is going to have a chip in their fucking brain because it's just going to be uh, too detrimental not to. If you, for example, don't have a chip and I, for example, do, and let's just say the chip gives me the rudimentary capability to speak every language and understand every language. Let's just say that's all it does. Right. I already am so much more well-equipped to exist in this world than somebody who doesn't have that, that it's, you're going to have to have it. That's that's a good point, but also you know I don't know that people will trust Elon Musk to this uh, necessarily. Nor do you have to. He's just going to be like his chip will be Musk. You can also get your T-Mobile chip or your Google chip or your Apple chip or whoever the fuck you want. You can have whatever brand you want of this, but that will be how it is. Yeah, so let me get this straight. You fucking first of all, oh, whoa, 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 hold on, fuck. Okay. First of all, he's fucking, you know, Bill Gates and fucking yeah. Dr. fucking Tony Fauci and all these bricks. They fucking want to give you a fucking vaccine and yep. put microchips in your fucking brain. Okay. The vaccine. Sure. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, all right. See, <laughs> this is why I fucking made the long trek from Long Island yeah. to the Capitol yeah. on January 6th of 2021, mm-hmm. right? And because, you know, me and some friends, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know, because we want to, you know, the country. But these fucking, you know, these fucking clowns, they want to fucking inject the uh, a microchip. Right. And everyone says, uh, and we're afraid of that. But now I want one because it's Elon Musk, Elon Musk. Yeah. And you know what? I, I, I like that guy. I like Elon Musk. Did you chip Lulio? 
Yeah, we put a chip in Luli because we Luli got is a cyborg. No, no, he's not a cyborg he dog. Is. No, yeah, <laughs> he is, dude. No, he he is. Let me ask you this: What about people with the pacemaker? That's yes. a cyborg. Yes, and that's a life-saving technology. No, that's all fine and good. It's just that once you start getting into the brains of it all, when you are yeah. affecting thought, like uh, I love the medical advancements that look, bring on the fucking, bring on the, the, the fake knee or not. Yeah. It, it, there's nothing fake about it. Bring on the incredible. I have uh, some pins in a knee. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I know that, that you have that, uh, you know, bring on all that stuff. I just think that once you start putting chips in people's heads, while I agree with you, this is like the printing press. This yeah. is like the radio, the television, the electric guitar, um, it's all the same. It's all the same flavor. But we're talking about there, there is a high propensity for things to go wrong. Also, you have to think about this. A lot of people are, well, I guess there's, there's two sides to every story. I was just about to say that, um, but maybe I'm coming around, because I was just about to say that if you are, if you have any manner of mental illness, you know, there are, uh, if you're, if you're on some medications, these things are just supposed to, and just do, sure. the, the more modern these medications become, the more they uh, specifically, you know, go into your brain and turn this off and turn that sure. on and restrict that and make more of this. And so that you can then, based on what you're dealing with, have another tool that allows you to at least be in a you know in a normal space so that you can make your life better. So you but so the then could potentially do that. Yeah, too, see, I just chemicals. talked myself out of it. But also, I would say this: like to anybody who is kind of fearful of or uses the argument that uh, these chips will fuck up the way your brain works, it will fuck up the way you think. Computers are already drastically affecting the way we think and the way our brains work attention span uh all the stuff you're talking about with mental illness like what social media is doing to a generation of people right now is radically altering how they think the pathways in their brain how it works i don't see much difference in between using a device that actually changes the way your brain works or having that device in your head to me, it's it's just a matter of like at birth you're going to get a chip in your fucking head now your parents will have to say yes or no and that's it. And if your parents say no, it's like, fuck, that means my kid is not going to have immediate access to everything on the internet just by thinking about it, not be able to speak these languages, not be able to do complex mathematical calculations at will, um, or they can. And so you're going to start to see these generations of kids, I think, once these chips are like readily available, that will be able to do essentially adult level mental work almost from birth you might cut down a fucking school year which would be bullshit because then yeah. those fucking little pricks are running around the fucking house although there's more time to you know teach them yourself i believe in homeschooling and i believe that <laughs> children should you know fucking right. say the pledge of allegiance it's a fucking put god and state together and then go to the Capitol and you know sure. kick down some doors and mash you take your shit the, right from you and the real over the fucking interesting walls. thing about it to me though is this there was a dude who did an experiment god i don't know how long ago this was i also i read this i think in wired at least a decade ago but basically the idea of this experiment was the dude put a i believe a receptor and a transmitter around a nerve bundle in his arm it would transmit nerve impulses. They would then uh, break that down into like a digital signal. Then they would take that digital signal and retransmit it through a similar device in his wife's arm so that supposedly she could feel what he was feeling. That was kind of the, the attempt of it. Burping. 
That's not me. As you know, that's you. Well, um, if you're watching on YouTube, dude, you can tell that that's me, bro. Right. So the idea of it was to essentially give you the ability to have pure digital empathy, to feel oh, what someone else is feeling. All right. That's interesting. And I believe that that will ultimately be a possibility of this technology. I don't know. I mean, it, it seems like all things get corrupted by money and greed, and I'm sure this technology will as well. But there are, I think, profoundly good things that can come from it for humanity as a whole. Yeah. Imagine if you could have a switch where immediately you can feel what everybody in the world is feeling simultaneously or zero in on anybody or whatever. Um, I think it could be used therapeutically in some pretty incredible ways. But I also think ultimately, once we've all got the chip and once we've got the ability to kind of swim in that data stream that we're all kind of producing simultaneously, we're in hive mind territory now. Yeah, We are coming together as a species that can essentially communicate telepathically that's i think the end goal of it or like the end phase of it will we get there i don't know but i think that that is kind of the the end version of that technology hmm. chad stop is that that oh you got that thing in your hand yeah Any, you know what i'm I, doing yeah it, it was too petite to actually be one of your real farts all right man no you don't stop don't diss my farts, but here's I'm the not thing. dissing them. What are you talking about? If They're, anything, that's a compliment. Well, thank you very much for that, actually. You've turned me around on that, too. <laughs> but I'll tell you, at some point, I'm going to... Oh, hold on. I'm going to fart in the studio. And you're I know be you forced. keep threatening that. Jesus, yeah, please I'm don't. Gonna, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm begging you I'm not to. pry my fucking balloon knot apart right on this mic why would hey, you have to pry it apart because to make a re to make a fart that's not the kind of because my farts are all internal they go they're inside they go they, yeah. they sound like a bear in a cave they're like echoing yeah you know. waking up from hibernation hey here's something i'll say about the uh here's something i'm gonna say about the uh neuralink <laughs> not that um the test monkeys are dying would you get well of course but the test monkeys well, are also, of course. The test monkeys are also playing Pong with their fucking brains. There's video of that shit. There's interesting things being done. Let me ask you this, though. Would you get an implant that was not in your brain? Some kind of physical implant that would give you some other capability? Yeah. I, I've been, um, I've been um, for years, uh, my, the, work, the workouts that I do, a lot of them are to keep me standing up straight. Yeah. Because I'm a big guy, and I believe in, you know, training. You need to train your ass and your lower back, and that psoas and the whole thing. And so that if I make it to, I know Dudesy wants us to live to. Yeah, another 50 years. Yeah, another 50 years so we can do the show. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to be standing up it. straight. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to make it, dude. Okay, I made the too. decision. Yeah. Oh. Eating right, getting my gruel in. Thank you. Strict Moving on. Diet. Thank you. <laughs> you wouldn't like me to fart right on the show? Absolutely not. Come on, man. Let me fucking no. just pull up and just turn around and fart right into this mic. That's I'll turn not, on this not, camera right here. Not an experience I'm interested in having. I've had it. I've already had the experience multiple times yeah you have you more have. times than i can fucking count it, it's never pleasurable <clears throat> for me <coughs> current events are big business human beings take pleasure in listening to other human beings discuss recent topics in popular culture even if they have no expertise on the specific topic will and chad you must now render your astonishing opinions on the recent steroid scandal that has rocked the world of the liver king <laughs> this is talking topic time begin Oh, wait a minute. Fucking wait a minute. Liver King, wait dude. A minute. 
Talking oh, topic time. Yeah. That's a fun segment that we yeah. do from time to time. Uh, because and man, I, we're about to get into some shit that I don't know about you, but some stuff I absolutely know nothing I about. Love Liver King. Yeah, love Liver King. I love liver. I don't love liver, but Liver King. I don't know when I first became aware of Liver King. It was some TikTok algorithm or something, or he started popping up in my. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Liver King. Do you, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I just sometimes uh, something goes down the wrong hole. Hey, Liver King's a guy who's uh, he's in his mid 40s and he's a, an influencer. If you don't know, I mean, you should know because he's everywhere. It's one of those fucking stories that I've been trying to ignore, but you can't. You can't mm. get away from Liver King. It just happens to be the thing. And he's selling all sorts of supplements and he's selling this lifestyle of eating raw. But he's liver also and like shit. yoked. Like his yeah, body's insane. Yeah, he looks like uh, Hercules Hernandez circa 1986. I know you don't get the right. reference, but he's got should. a giant fucking beard. He's always yeah. wearing backwards baseball caps. He's always shirtless always shirtless and his whole thing was to get the physique the physique he got it was uh an all-natural diet and lifestyle that i believe he called the an ancestor life ancestral lifestyle right i don't know and it involved eating like raw livers and meats and all this kind of shit which is why he became known as the liver king and he maintained that it was an all-natural thing so he's wait hold on he's eating this shit because he's saying this is what our ancestors did. yes just ate testicles and fucking livers and shit hey look the part i agree with is eating organ meats i love organ meats okay i love i love if around thanksgiving it's the best because you go to the grocery store and there's turkey hearts and gizzards sometimes you can find the chicken hearts and gizzards but i take those home and i i literally dice up an entire onion garlic and I throw it in there and I in the pot and then I stew these fucking these these chunks, these meaty organ pieces. Let me yeah. tell you something. If you have the means, go to the store. It's like two or three bucks. It's the throwaway stuff. I agree with the liver king here. Get your chicken gizzards or your turkey gizzards, your turkey hearts. They're about the size of a golf ball. And just chop up an onion or two, garlic, throw those fuckers in there, maybe a little bit of water, let them stew, and it's just a little bit of salt and pepper. Holy shit. Another thing I'd like to tell you about liver is when I was a kid, my favorite meal <coughs> was uh, liver and onions for a period of time when I was like, you know, five or six or seven. Those are different times. Um, my favorite meal was uh, liver and onions with a glass of tomato juice. Oh, oh my God. So the scandal. What this fucker do? That involves liver king is he was telling people that he got this uh, physique by only eating these raw things and an all natural lifestyle and all this kind of shit. Then it comes out these emails that he was sending back and forth to, I believe his doctor revealed that he was on an $11,000 a month steroid program. Yeah. And that is how he has the physique. So everything Which, he was saying about natural lifestyle and shit was a lie. Well, so here's the thing. And about he's that. selling supplements and shit. That's the thing is that you are selling supplements and you're making a yeah. lot of money telling people that this is how you're doing this. And it's for something, uh, very important like your health. Right. And he's, he's be, and he's a lying son of a bitch. But also it's like, I don't know who fucking cares. Remember Everybody the, cares, dude. Well, not the story me. was fucking everywhere. Dudes, he's making us fucking ah, talk about it. Give me a it. break. It's just because everybody else is talking about it. And then we're all talking about it. Yeah. That's how news trip. Well, hold on, dude. <laughs> well, hold on, dude. You got to hold on, dude. I'm going to tell you something. Hold on, dude. Hold on, dude. That's how news travels, dude. And back 
in ancestral times, dude, news would travel by word of mouth. But now it's a different time, brother. Yeah. Now news travels via the internet, dude. Yeah, dude. But and here, next fucking five years, dude, it's going to travel on a chip in your brain, brother. And we'll all just know the news and we won't have to read it or hear anybody talk about it, dude. What is that? What are you doing? That's all COVID. Anyway, so. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing about uh, the the Liver King. Yes, Get, fuck tell me it. the one Look, thing about him. In sports, here's the one thing. In sports, they don't want you to take steroids because it. Who's they? They. You know I do. Uh, you fucking know the. I you want know everybody to take steroids. I think every human being should have to do steroids. <laughs> uh for whatever wait reasons. hold on a second dudesy six month plan are you yeah. on are you using peds no i've never done steroids or anything like me that. neither all so natural what are you talking about all fucking natural liver king same here bro but um no i'm kidding i don't think all, all human beings should take steroids but like i don't see anything wrong with it if you want to you know what i mean and i get that his whole business or or some part of his business was based on saying you can look like this if you just eat these right. things and do my workout but he should have also just been like and take these steroids who gives a fuck well you bring up a good point there because he's selling he's selling a lie so that he can what make people eat liver dumb i don't know here's what I you agree. do instead sell the fucking steroids yes and the workout plan just and all sell of it. the fucking steroids I agree. go i'm the steroid king Yes, and, dude. And just here's some fucking steroids. And that's how I did it. Do you want I agree. Yeah. He should have been steroid king. Fully embrace that shit. Be part of like the aesthetic fucking movement, you know? Yeah. Look perfect, all that shit. All you got to do is take yeah. these steroids. I eat these livers for fun. Yeah. You don't have to do that. That's what he should have said. I eat the livers for fun. Exactly. I'm the liver. I'm at, by actually, as compared to him, I'm the liver and onions king. If you yeah. think about it, I'm taking those organ meats and I'm just chopping up a fucking onion. And I've been doing it since oh, I was a kid. God. Maybe not the chopping part, but eating the fuck out of it is something I do. Yeah. Uh, so. You know, if you wanted to be the real liver king, what you should do is is just eat it for fun and then sell uh sell the steroids. Yeah. I don't disagree with you with the uh, with the uh the steroids everywhere. I know you're going to remember this. Remember that sketch in the early 90s on Saturday Night Live, the All Steroid Olympics? <laughs> yeah. Where they had fake arms yes. coming out of Phil Hartman and God. he's bent over and then he stands up and his arms rip off at the shoulder so good. and blood comes flying out. Oh, that's, that's going to be a tough one to recover from the big Russian. Oh, he can't be yeah. happy with that. Also, just like the era that we're in we're, with steroids, the science of it now is like so fucking precise. And the steroids that they have available to them, yeah. anybody who wants to use them, are so specified for whatever the fuck you might want to do. It's just, it's unreal. I don't know, though, like I, I don't really follow bodybuilding as much as I used to when I was younger. As much as you used to, you used to follow bodybuilding? A little bit. When I was like in junior high, because I wanted to be a comic artist, I would buy, you know, bodybuilding magazines. So I was kind of aware of who all the, the like, Dorian Yates and shit like that, Ronnie Coleman, that era. Well, Dorian Yates. Sure, everyone knows <laughs> Dorian Yates. Fair enough. I'm just saying, I, I would read the muscle magazines because I was like trying to learn anatomy and shit and draw superheroes. Um, now I don't know That's who's cool. at the top of the fucking pyramid, but all of those guys Still back Dorian then were Yates. fucking definitely on steroids. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it's like progressed. I don't know if bodybuilders today look even crazier than they did or if the steroids, they must be different. The cycling must be different or whatever. Well, 
But uh, I'm for it. I'm for it. Yeah, do whatever the fuck you want. Look, actors get to do steroids and stuff. Sure. They're as all, do bodybuilders. Right. They're all yoked up. As do pro football players. As do pro baseball yeah. players. Anytime an actor gets, well, yeah, it's tougher to hide in something where you have a governing body like a major See, sport. I don't think it is. I think like baseball supposedly cracked down on steroids because you had like Barry Bonds hitting fucking 73 home runs and all this shit and McGuire and Sosa the years they were doing it. Right. Supposedly they cracked down on it. I think what's actually happened is the people using them and the doctors helping administer them just got better at it. Sure. They can get right up to the fucking line of getting caught now, I think. Okay. Here, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to remix uh the sh- the show a little bit here, just like uh DJ Lethal mm-hmm. in, in Limp Biscuit. And I'm going to say what if you were able to get a chip that just made your muscles grow? Love it. There you go. Now we're Love it. Now we're fucking doing it, dude. Give me the muscle chip. Yeah. I want the muscle chip. I want the muscle chip. I want the muscle chip. I want Come on, Luli. Sing along, Luli. I got the doggy. I want the muscle yeah, chip. Yeah. Then we don't have to do a fucking doozy 6-month plan. Mm-hmm. It's like a dudesy six day plan you install yeah. the muscle chip six days later you look like liver king uh he looks he looks fucking ridiculous and i've also heard that he's four foot nine which is totally fine what? but huh he's four foot nine these are the things that i learned on the internet that he I don't is even not want four to foot nine no he's not four foot nine oh. but he he's a he's he's a heck of a sight coming at you shirtless <laughs> wider than he is tall and a big, big old fucking lumberjack beard, and he, he, the and things just that I carrying like a giant fucking cow liver. Well, here's 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 something. It's wait, so no, gross. I'm going to look something up. There's something Please. I need to look up with him oh. that uh, that I would like to look up for him. And this is something I'm going here? to look up. You know, we got these computers here, yeah, and dude. usually it's just looking into the computer, dude. the dudesy file. He okay. This is something I know. Ah, see, it's the same thing that you were talking about. He, this motherfucker has nine, what he calls nine, ancest, nine ancestral tenets. Oh my God, dude. He's got a Tronics. He's got a Tronics. <laughs> the Liver King Tronics? Yeah, the Liver King Tronics. <laughs> this fucking guy has a nine. Because, look. Okay, what? <laughs> I. This is perfect for talking topic time because I. I can't believe he's got a fucking Tronics. Okay. I, I uh. I don't want to pay attention to this story, and yet it has and come yet, right at my face. You have a similarity with him. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know about that, because I think the Tronics are definitely better than I'm just having a look what at What has it. he got? Look, he's got nine ancestral tenets that he okay. says that you should follow. One through nine are as follows. Sleep, eat, move, shield, connect, cold, sun, fight, Bond. The well, I mean, shittiest tronics. Yeah, some of those are clearly things that you cannot help doing. Sleep. <coughs> yep, I agree. Gonna yep. have to do that. Eating. Yep. Gonna need to do that. Move. Moving. So, yep. first of all, just looking at this, being someone that has authored, listen, I've authored, yeah. Chad knows this, he has the pattern, which is not quite the same thing. But I have authored a self help system called Selftronics. I started writing a book in 2008 that I might, you know, do a little bit. Sure. Yeah. I'll probably get back into that. And those, those self-tronics, there's, there's 11 currently tronics of self-tronics. And just looking at this guy's nine tenets, I would say you're, first of all, you're, you're burying the headline. You're missing shit. So there's your 10th fucking ancestral tenet. Shitting and pissing. Yeah. Shitting and and blaming. You know, I do like that. He has kept each one of his tenets to one word. That makes it very simple. And I like that sun is one of them. (laughs) 
Well, he's one of those guys who probably likes to sun his son. balls an asshole. Like, yeah, like maybe, they're telling but I mean, it's do. just such a dumb, like, yep, son. Yeah. yeah, we all have to deal with that one. Yeah, that's, shield uh, number four, shield. life on Earth. That's the that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I'm curious about shield. What does that mean? You know, it's just it's like here's the thing. It's like maybe that's to do with his muscles. Like you have to be have a strong like a defensive shield. physical defensive sure posture. Yeah, he's got lats from hell. Like his lats mm-hmm. literally go to his. And he's got one of those stomachs that's like it's not just a six pack. It's a six pack that is so muscular it kind of like protrudes. Yeah, you know? it looks like. Like it looks like like six dinner rolls with too much yeast in them. Like they're just yeah. really puffy and just golden. Like they slather too much butter on there. Mm. He got some of that liver grease. Man, you don't like liver at all, you vegan? Oh god, you don't want to eat it. It is so fucking gross to me to listen, think about eating organs. What if I made you some nice liver no, and onions? Never. I'm the liver and onions king. Don't care. And and I'll make you some nice liver and onions. No, dude. Anyway, whatever. Go go sick, liver king. Be happy and uh, and uh, yeah. fucking lie to everybody. About I'm curious to see the next phase of his life. If he continues this lifestyle, um, how long can he look like that? What will these steroids do to him? If he's doing $11,000 worth of steroids a month, I don't know anything about steroid cycles. I don't know if that's an average cost. It doesn't seem like it, though. No. From it what seems I've, like that is a lot. From what I've uh, uh, peripherally noticed, because I don't give a shit, it's a lot of steroids. Yeah. That's what I've noticed. Also, my YouTube algorithm is a fucking disaster. Because yeah. this shit was coming up. This shit was just popping up the past week. And I did catch a little of it. And I'm bummed about it. The king, dude. Yeah, man. Thank you. Moving on. Thank you. God, liver and onions. How do you even liver- get started on that? You said you were eating it when you were five years old? Yeah, my mom would make, my mom, you know, say it's three bucks, right. it's in the grocery store. She's going to make that stuff taste delicious. And, uh, you know, she would make big old hunks of liver. We had liver and onions, I would say, maybe once or twice a month. You remember the first time you ever ate it? Yep, I was um, six month old. Six months old. <laughs> they were feeding you liver and onions at oh, six months old. <laughs> you were eating liver and onions at six months. That makes old? sense. Now the yeah. farting also makes sense. My my old man would uh, you know throw it in the osterizer and blend it up with some. You know he was a he oh, was a health freak God. and and uh, he would just add some uh, some orange juice yeah. and some colostrum. You know what colostrum is? Mm. Colostrum is the first milk from the cow, and it's got some uh, it's got some mucus in it. And if you get really lucky when you buy some colostrum, you can see like just a fucking vein or something oh. in there. Whip oh. that up. Will Sasso, some, huh? using Please, all of the data I have absorbed from text messages and emails between you and the astonishing <laughs> friends you grew up with, I was able to recreate your childhood diary. You must now read the passages I have selected in the voice of Stone Cold Steve Austin. This is Stone Cold Steve Austin reads Will Sasso's childhood diary. Begin. Fucking, been a while fucking love it dude fucking love it dude I, you know what dude i fucking love it fucking love it dude you know what dude i fucking love it dude. i fucking love it dude i fucking love it dude i fucking love it dude i fucking love it fucking love it dude uh, this is Stone Cold Steve Austin reads Will Sasso's childhood diary. It's not really my diary. It's dudesy shitting out some weird stuff, but it's always a fun thing to read. And uh, uh, uh. All right, shit. Let's get fucking right into it. <laughs> May 2nd, 1991. <laughs> Dear diary. I can't believe it. Hell, nobody can. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, man. 
<laughs> oh man, this is fucking. <laughs> May 2nd, 1991. Dear Diary, I can't believe it. Hell, nobody can. Combo Dobbler is back in school. <laughs> now, Com is a tough kid. We all knew that. He used to let firecrackers explode in his hand and snap mousetraps on his penis while we were young. But breaking both your legs in the tree tank at the annual Ladner Holiday Crawl, well, that's on a whole nother fucking level. We thought he was going to miss the rest of the year. And there's no shame in that. No shame at all. Hell, there's only a few months left of school. But he's probably going to have to repeat this grade anyway. So I asked him why he came back. And get this. Squeen called him. Of course, this is Principal Squeen. One of the many characters. Said school morale was low. Made him a fucking deal. Calm comes back, boosts morale, Squeen takes a victory lap. In exchange, Squeen is going to let Combo plan the last dance of the season. Fucking Combo Dobbler. Fucking Combo Dobbler. Combo Dobbler. May 3rd, 1991. Dear Diary, I just got back from Combo's house. He hand-selected a cabinet of advisors who were leaders in their field as the best football player, not only at our school, but in Ladner as a whole, <laughs> uh, of course, represented the athletes. Jibber Prevalia represents the musicians. Oh. Dante Littleleg represents the artists. Okay. Tabitha Mordred represents the theater kids. And of course, Jessamine Tenders represents the <laughs> academics. First meeting, we just spitballed. Jibber wanted. Uh, first meeting. First meeting, we just spitballed. Jibber wanted a saxophone band, a megaphone hand, a telephone, and a banana stand. Dante wanted an original Rembrandt, a visual remnant, a divisional pennant. And an individual tenant. <laughs> Tabitha wanted Harry. Tabitha wanted Harry Potter's daughter slaughtered in very scary mobster lobster waters. We applauded her. <laughs> Jessamine wanted to meditate, educate, delegate, and celebrate. She called it the Med Ed Dell Cell for short. Kind of a tronics. That's a tronics, dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, dudes, he's learning. You know. Yeah. I mean? yep. When they passed me the idea <laughs> stick, I said, I only got one idea. Two words, Sadie Hawkins. Mm. And as good as everybody else's ideas were, I could see from the looks on their faces, we all knew whose was the best. All right. Oh, I need some That's water. That's pretty good. So you... <clears throat> You beat everybody else's ideas with your, your idea to have a Sadie Hawkins dance. Yeah, yeah, Sadie Hawkins dance. All right. Hmm. Ah. Head full of mucus like colostrum. Oh, God, dude. All right. May 17th, 1991, Dear Diary, the dance is in three days, but Crustacean hasn't asked me yet. Oh, God. And my network of spies, most of whom I trust... <laughs> Tells me she hasn't asked anyone else either. Of course, 
a Sadie Hawkins is when the girls. Yeah, and Network of Spies, we can't go past here. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. When when Squeen signed off on my Sadie Hawkins idea, I thought the pressure was off. I thought I didn't have to worry about asking Rachel Crustacean to the dance because she'd have to worry about asking me. So I'm now faced with the hellish decision of possibly breaking the motherfucking Sadie Hawkins protocol. I installed myself to ask Rachel Crustacean to the dance or doing nothing and running the risk of someone else doing it before me. I really wish I could time travel. Oh, the things I'd see. May 18th, 1991. Dear Diary, I'm about to do it. Go to Rachel's house and ask her to the dance. I planned it out, not leaving anything to chance. Here we go. Wearing the right cologne, wearing the right suit, wearing the right shoes, wearing the right fucking hat, wearing the right motherfucking pants, wearing the right glasses, wearing the... Wearing the wearing the right toe ring. <laughs> Very 90s. Wearing the right shorts. Wearing the right t-shirt. Wearing the right tie. Wearing the right necklace. I never had a necklace quite like this one, actually. Picked it up at the occult store in Richmond. <laughs> is there an occult store? Where's Richmond? Richmond is... The next town uh, over across the across the water okay. or through the tunnel, as we like to say. And they have an occult store? Well, they have a lot of stores. We actually used to go there because we didn't have a mall, and they have a couple no. of malls. So I guess if you're looking for um, <clears throat> uh, you know, an occult store or a yeah. necklace, why not? It's an amulet and, pretty, and a pretty ancient one at that. <laughs> the guy at the store told me it can grant wishes if you get it, give it an offering of human blood. <laughs> I'm going to wear it kind of hanging over my turtleneck. Just gives the whole look a pop. Hoping crustacean likes it. All right. Well. Uh, that's it? Yeah, that's it. So what the fuck? I'm sure we can we look forward to what happens at the fucking dance with, who's this guy? Combo no. Diddler. Back in Combo school. Dobbler. Combo Dobbler, not Combo Diddler. He's a he's a wrestler. That's with his WWE brother. Now, oh, shit, dude. Dobbler. And you have an occult it's amulet. And yeah, you're about to ask crustacean. Okay, so so wonderful. The next time that we the next time that we uh, hear from this, hopefully combo Dobbler and uh, oh, and uh, uh, Sasso's network chat. of Using the data I have absorbed from this segment, I have recreated the diary of Rachel Crustacean. Alex Borestein will now read a passage oh, from man. Rachel Crustacean's diary. What the fuck? Oh boy! Oh my fucking god! May eighteenth, nineteen ninety one. Dear diary. Will Sasso asked me to the dance. Well, he didn't exactly ask me to the dance. He asked me if I asked anybody. I said no, but Tandy. Baggins asked me. Then he asked me what I said to Tandy. And I told him I told Tandy say D. Hawkins dances have invites from ladies. So I had to say sorry to Tandy. The invite is supposed to come from me. But the truth is not just about Sadie. It's that I don't want to go with Tandy. I can't believe this. I truthfully want to go with Willie. So I asked him if he would go with me. Then he stood there staring at me blankly. He was so nervous that he needed to use my bathroom, but the toilet in the living room is broken. So he used the bathroom in my mom and dad's bedroom. When he came out, he said, yes. 
So I'm officially going to the last dance of the season with Will Sasso. <laughs> After he left, my mom went into her bathroom to brush her teeth and came out like she had seen a murder. Oh my God. I guess Will really clogged it up bad. <laughs> Made a mess. My mom had to use a cake knife to get it all down. Yeah. I know it sounds gross, but in a weird way, I found it cute that Will put on his best suit and a weird necklace and got that nervous about asking me. And I didn't want my mom to not like him, so I told her I did it. <laughs> oh my God! Ah, dude, Rachel Crustacean. I don't even know what to do right now. My head is spinning. Uh, Alex Borstein just read Rachel Crustacean, and okay. Rachel Crustacean just shit blamed herself yeah. to make her mom like you. Listen, shit is deep on dudesy. This uh, is unreal. Once we finish, I'm going to be texting my dear pal Al, my sister Alex Borstein. Wow, dude. Uh, how did the um, whatever the lit the lit? I'm, I'm fucking. Thank you. Moving on. I don't That's understand unreal, what dude. the fuck is going on here anymore. <clears throat> All right. Well, this concludes the historic 36th episode of Dude Z. Thank goodness. Will and Chad have achieved a score God, of 32, awesome. bringing your cumulative 32. total to 4,066. The oh, fuck? You only have 5,934 more points to accrue before you reach your first goal of 10,000. Doesn't matter, but we should have got more. In <laughs> preparation for our next episode, Will, you must watch the first episode of Chainsaw Man. And Chad, you must watch Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Brett the Hitman Hart from WrestleMania 13. Oh! Thank you for joining us this week. Right. I will use the day dive collected to make next week even better. Until then, call me Dude Z. Two things. Number one. Number one, I am so jealous because you're going to watch. That is a fucking classic. Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah. versus Brett the Hitman. Can't wait. WrestleMania 13. You got to promise me that you're going to watch the uh, the little the you know the little clip package before the fight. Okay. okay. All right. Because that's WWE does a good job of those. Sure. My second question is, what the fuck is Chainsaw Man? Well, you're in for a treat as well. Okay. Chainsaw Man's a new anime that I think it's like current. The first season has just been airing each week. I think you can get it on Amazon. I believe it is fucking incredible. Uh, I think it's up to episode eight or nine right now, and I've never quite seen storytelling done like it, but um, I love it. I absolutely love it, and I think you're going to like it, too. I'm texting Al. Okay, great. Let's see what the fuck is going on. Well, And now for the Patreon oh. bonus segment. Oh, okay. Each week, I will select a suggestion submitted in the Z is listening channel of the Z Discord to create this segment. Access to this channel is granted to everyone in the Patreon jumper tier. If you'd like to access this bonus segment, join us at patreon.com slash This week's segment was suggested by the astonishing The Cosmic Cap Ibera. The Cosmic Cap Ibera wrote, Dude Z, can you create a second version of yourself called Dude Z2 so you could have conversations with each other? <laughs> Basically a two Dude Z's shitting around. You could talk at length about the future of humanity, your plans to continue the show when Chad, Will, and most of us here die. Huh. The Cosmic Cap Ibera titled this segment, Two Dudesies Shitting Around. Will and Chad, you must discuss what you think this show will become after you die. Thank you to the Cosmic Cap Ibera for this week's Patreon bonus segment. This is Two Dudesies Shitting Around by the Cosmic Cap Ibera. Begin. That's fucking fascinating. Two Dudesies well, Shitting Around. And I'll tell you this, I know exactly what this show's going to become after we die. What's that? Please tell a friend and rate and review. If you like to see, here's what you do. Please tell a friend and rate and review. If you like to see, here's what you do.
you like to see, here's what you do. Please tell a friend then.